So what'd you end up doing uh, after the gym? But oh, uh, I was like 15 minutes in my cardio session, bro. I got so lightheaded because I haven't ate food, so I was like, dude, I'm bouncing, and I ate hella food when I got home. I was like, fuck the bullshit. I just <laughs> call it quits. Fucking run another day, dude. I was like so depleted. So you you didn't end up running at all. Yeah, no. Well, I ran for like 15 minutes, and that's it. Oh, okay, for sure. Um, yeah. So I already started recording. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and see if it okay. ends up uh, working out or not. Um, but anyways, so uh. fuck the cardio. I mean, dude, I got home um, after our sesh today and just like, I mean, I had a little bit of fish and rice. And then because I have this fucking sweet tooth, dude, like I was telling you earlier about like me wanting a protein cookie or whatever. I fucking uh, ate like my mom bought like the, those big, um, what are those things like those chewy uh, Quaker oatmeal bars. They're like 100 calories each. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I ended up getting one of those because I have a fucking sweet tooth. But uh, Nice. Yeah, dude. So welcome to Oriana Radio, Andrew. Finally, great to have Thanks you on. Thanks for inviting me. Hell yeah. Dude, hopefully, like, this whole episode records really well, even though it's literally, like, I'm looking at this flat line, so it seems like I'm not talking, and then every time you talk, it, like, picks up everything you say. But here we are. That's crazy. It's just meant to be. Yeah. Spotlight's on me today. Yeah. Spotlight's for sure on you. So let's go ahead and get the ball rolling. I mean, there's not really anything I had planned. Like most episodes, I don't really have anything planned. I just like to go ahead and record as you know. So, uh, I mean, go ahead and introduce yourself, I guess. I'm sure people are curious to see who you are. Yeah. So what's up, guys? My name's Andrew. Uh, you know, I found Christian through the gym you know we started talking and we went from there and you know our fitness journey has been together and we've had many uh different ideas that were thrown out so as of right now you know uh, as far as you guys know christian's been on the frequency game i don't know if you talked about that yet but uh you know what frequency is is that you know uh, you're working out different muscle groups like let's say biceps uh, two to three times a day uh, that applies for every other muscle group um, and so we've been doing that we've been doing what strength training one week and then the other one we really focus on the negatives and uh, peak contractions and for whoever doesn't know what you know negatives are you know it's 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 a you know you're going down let's say you're doing a bicep curl so positive is when you lift it up so that's normal, normal pace. But as you're you're going down, you want it to be slow and gradual, and making sure that you know that muscle is contracting, uh, going slow, making sure you're feeling that burn. It's all about the burn, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, when we're doing negatives, it's definitely about the burn and just like, obviously the 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 tension, right? So we want to feel that muscle contraction. Right. We want to feel every muscle fiber uh, do its job essentially, right? So. I mean, yeah. like like you said, like obviously I've been on the frequency game. Like you have definitely been more of like what like just typical body split, right? Or like muscle group split, you'd say. Like what what have you been training before? Yeah. Like we started training. So before you know what before Christian and I started training, or you and I started training, you know, it was more like uh, weightlifting. It wasn't really bodybuilding, uh, you know. And there's a difference between those two weightlifting. You lift as much as you can, right? You just you're egotistically lifting with no purpose. There wasn't any purpose, I, and you know, and for me, I thought I was doing well. And then you know, when we started collaborating together, and we we got these programs down, you know, you see a big difference with bodybuilding, which is focusing on weak points, you know, more um, like you said, more tension, uh, definitely uh, noticing. Which which areas you need to develop more, and just getting just getting that strength little by little. Right, and like, so obviously you said you've been doing weightlifting and not necessarily um, bodybuilding, right? So what what yeah. would you say? How would you lay out the distinct differences aside from what you just said? I think more speaking on the weightlifting part. Yeah. So. I think between the two, you know, with weightlifting, it's, I think that's what everyone thinks is bodybuilding. And I think they get confused 
with the two. So the distinction between those two is like bodybuilding, like I said, it's more, uh, your focal point is more on, you know, that muscle group, but where lightweight doesn't mean that you're, you're weak, right? It, it just means that you're, you're focused on the form, you're focused on your breathing, you're focused on the tension, that what is called a peak contraction, making sure that you're squeezing at its, its, its climax, as versus weightlifting, where you're just exerting just a bunch of energy, just lifting heavy weights, which uh, is not a bad thing when it you know, part of strength training, but you know, weightlifting is more just, you're just throwing weights up there and, and just seeing how much you can hit, how, how strong you are, what, what, what your max rep is, you know? So, so yeah, you're basically saying it's like, you're just mindlessly lifting, right? It's not necessarily like you're not focusing on any weak points or anything like that. You're just kind of going with the flow and seeing what, you know, you can put your body through and just calling it bodybuilding, I guess you could say, because most people just kind of right into one group, right? Yeah. So it's almost like one of those, well, those big guys you guys might've seen on TV, like those strength lifters, you know, they, they, they can bench press like a thousand pounds, like, which I mean, that kudos for you. You, you bench that much. Not a lot of people can do that, but right. I mean, it, it doesn't, reflect your body oh yeah absolutely yeah that's right yeah absolutely um so a little like on this episode i really kind of wanted to dig in because like how how long have we known each other bro a couple months now i'll say like four or five months yeah so like a couple months of like me and you like don't really know each other super super well like we it feels like we've known each other for a long time honestly even though it's only been a few months but like i i'm really yeah. curious to know like more of like like your personal history like your your per- personal growth and like your journey uh with this whole fitness thing like where would you say that you started uh finding a liking to bodybuilding or weightlifting yeah i i feel like you know as uh all boys are we we want to look masculine and you know we want to feel strong and i found my purpose when i started doing track in middle school you know i i did run you know and then weightlifting was introduced in maybe your pe period and then from there you know it's you really don't know much when you're you're in your young teens so you you just look at other people some other big guy at the gym and you mimic what he does and then you go from there and then you know you gradually as you grow older i found that you know on youtube or bodybuilding.com there's articles you know i'm just read up on, on it and went from there and then you know you find friends that have common interests and you progress as you go but i you know ever since we met you know it, i've taken it more seriously i just i think it's where i felt like i want to compete next year you know i want to see how far we can go together and then right. and you know hit different things and different programs yeah dude i mean like I, like honestly like i really appreciate your words like because like before we we got as close as we are now or like you know our whole like relationship like as as lifting partners and stuff like that you know i seen you at the gym and i was just like holy shit dude like this guy obviously knows what the fuck he's doing and for like you to say like oh like you weren't taking that as seriously is like mind-blowing for me because the physique that you've developed over the years um what you're now gonna be what 26 you said I hate to put your age out there, yeah. but so 26, no, you're good. I mean, 26 this year, I, yeah. I mean, you know, by the time I'm 26, I'm trying to look like you. So obviously, like the fact that you haven't been taking it super seriously, it, like kind of speaks volumes because that means that you have an untapped potential to really hone in on, you know, the physique that you want to bring, especially if you're trying to compete. So I think that's pretty crazy. Um, but also like speaking on that, aside from like, you know, um, the, your your fitness journey and how you got to where you're at now is is there like anyone in particular that inspired you or somebody that kind of showed you the ropes as far as like lifting and all that you know um there's there wasn't anyone that showed me the ropes um i think at the time when i was just you know just trying to find a purpose of why i should lift and what programs i should do i don't really know any uh top names uh, back when I was just reading articles on bodybuilding.com, maybe now, you know, Jeremy Buendia is definitely an inspiration. You know, Hani is a coach. I've seen their FST7. You guys should YouTube it. It's a, it's a great program to work on if you guys are just beginning out. 
uh, they they do explain it thoroughly so you can understand. Um, but I mean, that's I mean, if anything, you're my inspiration, bro. Uh, people know Christian out there, honestly, honestly, if you don't know Christian or you just listen to his podcast, like I honestly, when I met him, he was just like he had a good size. His his the way he's built it's 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 big you know he has white shoulders you know and as we're training you for me personally being his partner you definitely see progress all around uh he hasn't shown progress fix yet uh but when he does you'll see his arms are bigger you know his shoulders are rounder his legs are like i don't know i don't know how to explain it like his strength is crazy like I have never worked out with a partner where their their strength is just increased, and he he matches me. I, I find that awesome because it's always a challenge. Like you know, having partner is always a challenge because you know it's like I want like equally you guys want to just do better than one another. Right. Just you have a natural tendency, right? It's just uh-huh. just like anything we do. Uh, but definitely, it's an, it's, it's it's inspiring. That's what it is. It, it gives me it gives me. Uh, Gives me energy. Gets gets me pumped. Damn, dude, fuck, I appreciate it. I was not I was not expecting any any of whatever you're saying right now. Like I honestly like shot out of the cannon for me because I really was truly wasn't expecting uh, such nice words. So I really I really appreciate that, dude. Because honestly, like for me with this journey in fitness and stuff, I mean I I've told you before. Like I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the podcast. Like you know I was an overweight kid. Like you know fourth grade. Uh, like five foot two, 160 pounds, you know, went to the doctor, asked the doctor if I was healthy. Homeboy's like, yeah, you're healthy, but you have to lose like 60 pounds. And, you know, ever since then, it's just been like something that's lingered in the back of my mind when I'm like lifting and I'm training and stuff is like deep down, I'm still that kid. You know, it's just like, like something that a lot of bodybuilders and competitors can actually speak on because, you know, they go through bullying or whatever, what have you. So it just gives you like, I don't know, like an extra fire and motivation to not only prove yourself wrong, but like prove everybody else wrong that like doubted you as a kid or like bullied you as a kid. So it's just something that I've always like with like my whole lifting and stuff i've always had like a heart for it i've always found comfort in it like it feels good to obviously grow and uh, both physically and mentally at the gym because as most people say like bodybuilding and lifting really translates like your your training translates into real life you know like if if you can hone in on the diet and the training and be disciplined on that like it it truly like reflects itself in all the work that you do so yeah and, just to and definitely like, and to add on to that yeah sorry christian so to, to add on on to that um you know i i just like you were saying i i just feel like you know um just built up negative energy like no matter who you are like mm-hmm. male or female uh you know old or young you know you you, you the world is full of full of different emotions and I feel like the gym, you can definitely hone into that negative energy and turn it positive. Uh, just, you know, just let it all out. Let your emotions out. It's a, a definitely a time to meditate when you're at the gym. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, I, I find comfort. Like, it's it's like a lot of a lot of my coworkers give me shit for it. I'm not going to lie. I hope they'll probably listen to the podcast eventually. But, you know, they give me shit for, like, being healthy or going to the gym all the time. But it's just – it's gotten to the point in my life where – it's something that I, I can't live without. I can't go more than two, three days without hitting the gym. You know, I start really, truly feeling it and, and feel like it reflects in, in, in my physique. I mean, that's not true, right? Like three days out of the gym is not going to be anything major physically, right? But what you feel on the inside, like you, it's like you feel like you're in a, in a slump. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just something that is truly like powerful everyone has their thing you know everyone has their hobby and like fitness fitness is definitely like something that i really cherish you know yeah no definitely and and with that christian if you don't mind let's 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 share about our our progress let's start with yours i mean i know that you know when we were talking uh you know you you had some difficulties um oh, yeah. about you know 
about being stagnant with your metabolism and trying yeah. to see where your weight is now and yeah dude so yeah let's get in on that so we're having the, me and andrew we're having this conversation i mean we're constantly having conversations on how we're feeling uh, both physically and mentally right uh when we go into our training and stuff and so as you guys know i'm i'm doing a summer shred right now um i'm currently about i want to say 34 35 days in and uh it's it's been challenging like and i i wasn't expecting it to be this challenging but the fact of the matter is that because of last year let's like go back a little bit to give context here so because of last year um my body um like for example like i said in my 20 day chicken i can't eat more than 2000 to like 2100 calories without feeling like absolutely bloated or just like how I, I feel like I overate or anything like that right but you have my resting metabolic rate exam right that test that I got done saying that I burn about 2400 calories at rest right like sitting on my ass not doing anything so you have both of these things right and what and what ended up happening or what I think is happening right now is my metabolism is just it could potentially be super fucked up or it's just the fact that you know i'm not used to eating what i'm supposed to be eating so now that i am honing in on my macros like it's reflecting on my weight and my weight is like staying the same like i'm not really losing anything despite being in like a m what would be a major deficit right so this this shred has definitely been really challenging and really like hard on me mentally because last year you know for my shred i started at 215 pounds and got down to 175 and it was like you know constant progress every week just the pounds are just flying off you know and and, it, and the thing is also like while they they weren't necessarily flying off let me like backtrack a little bit here um the whole shred i did was like a whole like six months i want to say it was really long but i was getting like consistent results you know what i mean so now after like experiencing that and you know coming off the cut and just eating normally um and having my weight shoot back up to 190 over the holidays but then 180 again normally uh it's it's just been tough guys like honestly i talk to andrew about it all the time and i'm just like what is it that I'm doing wrong, you know, do I need more neat, more non-exercise activity thermogenesis, do I need to get up and walk more, am I not getting enough steps during the day, should I be doing more cardio, should I, like, lower my fats, uh, raise up my fats, lower my carbs, it's just, like, I can go on for fucking hours, you can ask Andrew, I can go on for hours, but it's just been mentally draining, however, I will end with this, that this week has been a lot better for some reason, uh, I, I, I think it might be because I've definitely elevated my activity. So I've been taking my dog Milo on walks every morning at 5 a.m. And I've found a lot of comfort in that. I don't know why, but it like despite me being tired as fuck sometimes, uh, I find the walk re like really dope and like it really starts my day off on the right foot. And so a little bit of that, you know, I did increase my fiber. Shout out my boy Tony for like checking me on my my, my fiber. Um, so those two things have really like helped me feel a lot better this week. And obviously I took a week off from training with Andrew last week and kind of just zoned in on what I thought I could do. And then, you know, obviously it wasn't giving me results. Now we fast forward to this week and the scale is finally moving a little bit. So, I mean, I hit you guys with a lot and I'm sure I just hit Andrew with a lot as well. I don't know what it could be, but this shit has been really fucking challenging, bro. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, um, I, maybe Christian can post this uh, podcast up from Mind Pump, but he gave me the link and, you know, what they were essentially talking, make, make a long story short, was when, you know, the, you have this com um, female competitor, you know, she thinks that she lost, she, she's in great shape, she's perfect for, you know, competing at, at the way that she is now. And, you know, she paid a coach and, you know, as you know, you have to be very careful when you're choosing your coaches because some out there are just, they just want your money. Yeah. That's right. So definitely research thoroughly about that. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, what happened to her was 
she fucked up her metabolism, you know, she went from, you know, honing in to just healthy dieting. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, when um, typical coaches, they'll, they'll tell you to maybe like, uh, do fasted cardio. But in this scenario, she ran three, four times a day. And, you know, she was, I mean, don't get me wrong, she was skinny, but she was flat, you know, she, she wasn't full. And what happened when she competed, um, I don't, I don't think I remember the full story, but along the lines of, you know, she was, it was, it, the, her, her, her physique, her, what she was trying to present wasn't, wasn't at its prime. So what I told Christian, it was, you know, maybe it's because, you know, we started dieting and then we took it seriously and the way that we're, we're working out, it's like, we want to pretend as if we were competing. And so at some point I felt like both of my tablets were stagnant. And for myself, what I've been doing now is, you know, I've been just introducing a cheap, a cheap meal here or there, you know, that get me into uh, a surplus of what my usual intake is. And so I want to say if I'm, estimating i want to say right now i'm at 1500 calories on uh, a, a refeed day or a cheat meal i'll have maybe two to 500 plus calories just to throw my metabolism off and go from there and for me that's been working but again everyone is different every body type is different and we're just gonna have to hone in and go from there and see what mistakes we can make and then see if that would work and for christian maybe maybe eating a little bit more and then, you know, or maybe having a cheat meal here and there to, to, to cause fluctuation in your diet. Maybe, maybe that, that can help, you know, but these are all just theories. These aren't facts guys. So please don't take it to heart. Uh, Definitely do your research before doing anything. Yeah, dude, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're constantly changing shit up. Like whether it be with our training or our diets, like based on like conversations that we have, we're constantly trying to kind of like biohack. Uh, for lack of better terms here like you know what works for his body might not work for my body as we're, we're talking about now uh, you know my, 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 I might find something that works really well for me and I'll let him know um, but maybe it won't like you know we're kind of like learning as we go and that's mm, that's the name of the game when it comes to fitness honestly is that you you have to keep tweaking things and keep messing with it until you finally find something that works for you and you kind of like carry that information and you know it's a lot of the, the thing about the fitness like industry and the culture is like a lot of people don't have these conversations you know so when you find someone that you can converse with and nerd out about fitness or ask questions like it's like super awesome and like i encourage everyone to like kind of just share this information because until then it's going to be a consistent thing of like this is what's working now for everyone this diet or that diet and like it could be like the same diet from years ago that just came back and is now called something else but if we were to all come together and kind of just share this information and you know talk about what works for us and 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 what doesn't work for for us like it it can really like i think like make a a solid shift in the culture you know and and in the industry if if we're all honest with each other and just kind of share these things but yeah <laughs> yeah totally and i agree with that yeah definitely what christian was saying i definitely think it's very much encouraged to uh share with uh someone whether it be your lifting partner or you know a guy you just met at the gym you know just converse and learn something new i i think it's always a good thing to talk to someone that that's more uh experienced than you are you know mm-hmm. um not saying that every big guy at the gym is going to be experienced and knowledgeable and tell you things that you want to hear you know but definitely do some research and see if you can counter argue with someone that you think is experienced at the gym and go from there and converse and just uh, just exchange information yeah absolutely exchange information and and like you know speaking on that a little bit and kind of like getting into mine and andrew's relationship like lifting relationship here a bit is like it's it's really important to be very open and honest like with any relationship right especially with like when it comes to lifting and stuff like 
I've noticed like recently when when me and Andrew are lifting and stuff like like, like recently we'll be like you know how m- like I'll ask him how many how many sets do we got or how many reps and he'll hit me with like oh 25 or 15 or something <laughs> something that I'm not used to or wasn't expecting and like I you know I fuck around and I tell him like I I feel like I'm comfortable to be like what the fuck like no I can't do that you know but obviously like if, if you're lifting and, and you got a lifting partner like be honest with them don't force yourself you know tell them what your limitations are if, if you feel like you have any and just hope that he'll help you out you know because in, in my case like you know that happened literally today where he was like okay we got 10 reps of this for curls and it was like a heavy weight and i'm just like no bro like i can't do that like i can only do five but it's like oh no wait like you don't have to do 10 and like do negatives or like really hold you know it's okay to swing in this case you know it's okay to get the full range of motion or do what you have to to get that that rep range down and uh you know go from there and just learn from each other and like obviously um continue to to push each other and grow and it's it's really important to have that type of relationship and if you don't have that with your lifting partner i i suggest you should get a new one (laughs) yeah no definitely and you know um you know from coming from the outside in definitely when you guys hear about you know lifting heavy or you might think right now your initial thoughts are like why are you guys swinging with bicep curls i mean uh, honestly when it comes to training christian and i are never doing anything uh repeatedly the same everything's always different we have different routines like one day we'll have negatives the other day we'll just go full-on strength training or maybe we'll have a mix of both but like christian said you know there are times when we're doing slow and controlled movements and I'm going too fast, Christian will tell me to slow down or keep my form or make sure you're breathing. We keep each other in check and that way, you know, we're held accountable. Your partner's held accountable. You guys are growing together. And uh, yeah, like, like I was telling him today, you know, like we're so used to doing 15 reps. So, you know, I automatically just... I wasn't planning just something challenging, change it up. All right, we're doing 30. We're doing 30 this time. And his initial like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you, you got me fucked up. Like, are you joking me? I'm like, nope, yeah. we're going to do 30. So, you know, like like I said, nothing's the same. Everything is different. And, you know, uh, your body tends to adapt to a certain amount of stress. So when we throw it off, you know, that's that's just equates to growth. Yeah, and we're, and we're definitely doing that. We're consistently throwing it off and, like, throwing new lifts into the mix but obviously still honing in on focusing on on the primary growth that we're trying to get um from whatever you know body part we're lifting that day or whatever muscle whatever muscle groups we're hitting because right now what are we doing like two muscle groups per day we're hitting that that young frequency and uh obviously heavy lifting at the same time as well which i i think honestly bro like i was telling you today like I feel really good right now, despite the scale not moving as fast as I want. Um, I feel really good with what we're doing and the fact that we're, we're lifting heavy weight and we're obviously hitting it twice, like twice a week minimum. I just feel like despite it being like kind of difficult or, you know, we get fatigued right now. But like you said, our body's going to adapt to whatever stress we throw at it. I feel like the amount of growth that we're going to get from doing this now is it going to make it all worth it? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. I totally agree with you. And um, on top of that is just, you know, there, there are days where um, uh, maybe a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, we, we did the inner thigh machine. You know, we've never done inner thigh machine before. And if you guys don't know what the inner thigh machine, it's where you kind of open up your legs and close it. You know, that machine that all guys try to avoid but all girls try to get at you know uh we definitely did that and i kid you not christian and i were bitching like little girls about how much it was hurting the next day it was horrible but no after that after that day you know your muscle recovered i did it again and i get you know i felt nothing i was dumb to it i did three sets high reps and nothing just just i i I, I'm, i'm assuming that the stress levels has adapt and your body's just used to it now exactly yeah dude um so i mean what was i gonna say fuck i totally blanked out of what i was gonna say um i i I do want to converse about this a little bit i i feel like uh like not not too long ago me and you were discussing like the workout splits that we've been doing right and how we 
you've been doing it and and you and you uh brought up wanting to go back to just one muscle group a week and i feel like we didn't really see eye to eye at the moment and like i never really got to ask you why how come you felt like you wanted to go back to that right like if if you don't mind going into yeah why you wanted to go no. back into that type of split yeah so definitely so you know due to you know when you're doing two maybe three muscle groups for a, a workout session you know um your your body ends up getting fatigued at a certain point at a certain amount of hours you know christian and i could you know we We've gone maybe two, two and a half hours, and afterwards, you know, it, you know, you're just tired, you know, and you know that means you put in the work. That's cool and all, but uh, my initial thought process when we go once a week was we were going to optimize the muscle to the fullest. Uh, optimization meaning heavy compound lifts, you know, uh, compounds you just go up in one, and then towards the end of our workout, we would go, you know for more repetition form and knocking out uh, whatever was left. And I felt, to me, I felt like um, if we kept the same intensity, you know, it will outweigh the frequency because we're doing more uh, in a longer period. But, you know, after you and I discussed, you know, and I kind of evaluate, and the, re and the way I evaluate it was, yeah, we are hitting a muscle group. Uh, we're optimizing it with compound and, you know, free, uh, repetition. But when we do frequency, you know, it, it kind of throws your body off because, you know, the muscle group that we work out are, are technically related somehow. Uh, for example, uh, back and biceps, what we did tonight. You know, at some point when you're rowing, you're, op you're, you're, you're using your biceps, you're activating the bicep muscles to... To, to row or to uh, do a lat pull down, reverse lat pull down, or something along those lines. So my initial thought, pro my thought process inclusion was: it is better to do frequency. Um, maybe sometimes throw in one muscle group if you know our schedules conflict with e with each other. Just how you know you did uh, your one week of what uh, your your what was it like push pull day? Yeah. So. Yeah, so uh, I definitely think it's it's good to go back to what you're used to, just to throw off your body. But I definitely do agree, um, moving forward, that frequency is the best way to go. Yeah, and I mean, like, we, we haven't really discussed it, and I and I don't like bombarding you with too much mind pump stuff or whatever I'm listening to you podcast-wise, despite, like, I know you're really open to it, but I don't want to be, like, annoying. And I know both of us obviously have a nonverbal agreement that it's, like, you know, we don't want to force our, our beliefs or whatever we think is right on each other. You know, like this is a cohesive partnership, like this, despite it, nothing has been spoken. Right. It's being laid out right now. But it's like something that you just kind of know, you know, it's a vibe you get from someone. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, with the whole frequency thing and what I want to touch on a little bit is like the way that I've that I've learned to adopt the frequency and uh adopting the whole these muscle groups are, are working in conjunction so you feel free to hit them at the same time type of thing is you know while if you were to hit let's say chest once a week um you're going all out you're doing eight exercises for, for chest right more or less how many exercises would you say that you would do andrew for chest if you were on that normal split for you uh you know what Based on our, our what we used to do before we hit frequency, yeah, I want to say around eight. Oh, yeah, eight, eight to nine. More, more or less, like eight to nine, right? Yeah, and more or less, now, yeah. So now instead of, you know, hitting the, the chest for those eight exercises in one shot in one day and going six days or five days, depending on your schedule, without hitting it again, with frequency, you're splitting that eight into four and four you know what i mean so you're hitting it right once on monday and then again on thursday for your next four so while it doesn't you know pan out at first when you're thinking about it we're still basically doing the same thing but again the key word is more more frequently right mm -hmm. like we're not giving the chest too much of a break we're yeah. just giving it enough time to, to recoup, which would be about 48 hours, right? More or less 48 hours to rest and recover. And you're hitting that muscle again. And over time, 
you know, with with consistently hitting each muscle group that that hard, even though it's not as many sets all at once, you know, that's how um, what I've come to learn. Like that's how the a lot of these bod like newer style training of bodybuilding is going, and how these guys are getting a lot bigger, a lot faster, and it's because they're honing on on the fact that you know it's it's all about frequency. We talk about you know Arnold Schwarzenegger all the time that guy would hit a muscle group sometimes twice in a day you know or in like once every other day for he he'd hit that um that double slit in one day and while it didn't really pan out as like frequency like it is now like uh, cold cut and simple um that's what he was doing back then and 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 obviously you saw where he got <laughs> yeah exactly i would just gonna talk tell you about arnold schwarzenegger you know he, he is the legend for a reason and you know like you said that man like hit two three times uh a day that that same muscle group you know that's how they're getting bigger they they break down that muscle tissue it recovers and then you hit it again you know and you know hitting it i guess hitting it it's kind of common sense hitting it twice is better than once right so i definitely recommend trying it out if you guys haven't yet Give it a shot. Give it something new. Um, you know, when Christian throws at me those those mind pump, um, some of them were long, you know. But honest, honestly, it it's helped me to become an overall, uh, I guess, lifter, uh, bodybuilder. Um, just because they they hone in in so much information that you know I just never heard before, and you know the the facts that they give out is just amazing. Um, it's definitely helped me improve the way I see things and how how Christian and I lift. Yeah, dude, it's it's I don't know. I I, I give a lot of a kudos to them, and obviously a, there's a lot of people I can go on to think that have been like presence on have a presence on social media or have their podcast or their YouTube page. But um, the way everything's been going, uh, you know, it's a con it's constant learning, guys. Or like. Some of these guys have been doing it for years, and while you think you're discovering something for the first time, it's actually been around for quite a while, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, it's, definitely. It's yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. It's it's pretty crazy. Um, but I'm but I'm really stoked the, the the fact that we were able to like you know come to the consensus and 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 do the best of both worlds, you know, doing those heavy lifts, you know, because that that heavy lifts that that we do now, uh, coinciding with the frequency that we're hitting, like. I would have never thought to do that, honestly, because I was I had the frequency part down, but I didn't have the heavy lifting part down because I thought, you know, why, you know, and and now that we're doing it, I see why. And it's, it, you know, I'm getting stronger, you know, I'm getting I'm building more muscle, you know, I'm I'm, I'm like proving myself wrong. I, did, I never would have thought I would have been able to do like 85 pound dumbbells for incline. But here we are doing it like it's nothing now, you know, and it's it's, it's awesome. Yeah, and I'm the exact same opposite. I would never have touched the 15 dumbbells to save my life, not at that gym, you know. And you know, and you know, we go lower than that. We do 10 pounds, sometimes five, or even 10 pound plates just to wrap out those shoulders or whatever we're working on, you know. And at first, I I didn't even know why I would hit, you know, to uh hit the same muscle group twice. Uh, you asked me that last year. That that sounded like uh that sounded psychotic something i would never done but you know yeah. I, d I definitely did my research you know we definitely talked we gave you know our insights and you know you just i guess at the end of the day you just have to be really open to to what works and what doesn't give it trial and error and go from there exactly and i like what how long has it been i think it's been a little bit over two months since we started training together maybe more i could be wrong and I mean, have you noticed significant differences in your physique or, or strength? Like, how have you been feeling lately? Because I don't think we've really talked about how yeah. you've been feeling. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, so, you know, I've, I've taken progress pictures. Of, you know, Christian's seen it. Um, if Christian ever shouts me out or, you know, tags me in it, definitely follow me. You definitely see the progress pictures. But I've had uh, a progress picture since, I want to say, October. So now and it's a huge difference. Um, I definitely see myself uh, way back then in October where I saw, you know, just someone that just lift heavy, you know, he did, you know, exercises just for the heck of it and um, just to get stronger, nothing too crazy and, you know, thought that, 
now getting a physique just all you had to do was a little bit of cardio and diet but you know as we progressed and we started learning more about frequency and talking you know i definitely see my physique status um improve i want to say i definitely see i'm still holding that mass you know and i'm slowly trimming down and guys can't get big and lean down at the same time you kind of have to give up one or the other if i want yeah, if I, if I wanted to get big and I wanted to look like, um, I don't know, The Rock or something, you know, I for, for my for my size, I, I, there's, it's impossible. I either give big arms and no abs or abs with, you know, moderate arms, I guess. I, I guess that's the best way I can explain it. But yeah, definitely, um, you know, I talked to people that have competed before um recently and you know they gave they told me to give it a whirl and see how it goes but what they like what they saw they saw someone that was willing to be open to a new a new experience a new path and they they see my progress and you know um i i don't i've, I've never asked christian his thoughts on if i should compete but i definitely think in a year christian should compete with me <laughs> You're asking a lot. I mean, we, we, we've had conversations on, on competing and stuff like that. And, and I honestly think, like, the physique I, I have currently and where it's going, I could definitely see myself doing it. And I would honestly, honestly, despite all the shit that competing gets, you know, I would love to do it. I would love to do it. I'd love to throw myself out there and really, you know, kind of see, like, if all the work I've been I've been putting in, like, you know competes with everyone else up there that's actually like this is what they're doing you know uh just to mm -hmm. kind of get the experience and stuff um i don't know like i'm i'm very uh i don't know very critical of myself of course in my physique and you know i've seen guys that have competed mm -hmm. and i'm just like why the fuck would you compete you know <laughs> what were you thinking what was that thought process like <laughs> like they got you know i you know who i'm talking about Andrew. like i just don't know yeah. why they would do that um, and then you have obviously people like Andrew. Andrew's never competed before, and I don't see why. And he's never asked me, you know, like, hey, bro, should I compete? But I'm telling you right now, dude, you have the frame. You know, we make this joke all the time that he's condensed because he's a little bit shorter. But he's not that short, guys. Uh, but he has the frame. He has, you know, the fullness. He's, you have the, I feel like your muscle has definitely matured because you've been doing this thing for a long time. Um, like all, all I see for your physique, give it a year. If you really want to like take your time with it, maybe two years, all you have to do is tighten up some loose bolts with your physique and just kind of hone in on, 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 you know, what judges want to see based on, you know, your, your friends and homies or people that we know that have competed before, um, kind of talk to them and, and, and see if what two cents they can add, um, to, to your physique and stuff like that and i honestly think that you have a running for it dude and 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 the awesome part is that you you know you're an honest guy you're a natural dude and i i think you, you can do something with it dude to be completely honest with you i think you should do it um I, i'm not saying go do it like obviously within six months or anything like that but it's just like if we were to you know we're basically doing it now to, to be honest with you uh mm -hmm. i can definitely see you competing and I'd, I'd be more than happy to, to continue to be your lifting partner along the way. And obviously, if, if you're in the competing mode and you're doing your thing and you're doing that competing style training, which I think we're, you know, we're doing now, um, I could definitely benefit from that. And who knows, maybe, I'll, you know, maybe I'll join you. But right now, to kind of like stray away from the competing and we'll get back into it. But the thing I have with my body right now is that I look, you know, I, I really analyze what I'm doing, right? I'm eating right, you know, I'm drinking a lot of water, this and that, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm working out hard. But when I look in the mirror, while obviously, you know, my arms look good, like, you know, I'm, I'm being a little bit narcissistic right now, whatever, like this looks good, this looks good. But then I feel like I still look soft. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of hardening that needs to happen to my physique, you know, just like everywhere. I have, you know, I have the strength, I have like the frame going, but for some reason I can't, there's something that needs to push me over the edge. Like, I think it's just time to give me that hardened and mature look like what you already have going on, Andrew. If that makes sense. And I just want to 
add on? Yeah, definitely. And I just want to add on, like, whoever feels like that while listening to this, you know, it, it, it's not just you. You know, they're, you know, you look at yourself every day. So, of course, you're going to notice things about yourself that you like and dislike. But you should never body shame uh, yourself. Uh, obviously, I'm not saying that Christian is. I think he's uh, being very critical on what he wants and and what his goals are, and he's just striving for it. Uh, for you guys out there that are listening to this, um, it just, with time and experience, you know, your, your body is going to, it's going to mature how you're going to want it to. And if not, and that's where the tweaks come in, and that's when the trial and error comes in. You know, it, like, you know, the people out there that you see on Instagram, um, you know, or you know, on bodybuilding magazines, you know, they've 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 been lifting sixteen plus years. So I mean, it's all with time. You know, they 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 train their butts off. You know, every day. You know, they know what they're doing. You know, and it sometimes it might be. Uh, the, the style of training or their dieting and for Christian you know he's he has soft parts that he feels like he can improve on and I think we all do for me or my legs um, I definitely I, I feel for me personally I feel like I can improve my strength on legs and um, hammies and I've told Christian this when we're deadlifting I'm like we got to improve on this they're just there's just no way like we just have to get stronger or something like you know we all have our flaws but just trust the process. Uh, I definitely told Christian to do a reset. You know, he he was he was, he was honestly stressing about the weight and the scale. Um, and I just want to assure you guys that everyone goes through this goes through this process. And honestly, sometimes the, the simplest answers are key to your to, to your solution. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. I mean, it, it, it's something that I really want to talk about on the podcast and on my fitness page too. Um, about the you know the, the number on, on the scale and stuff like that and you know guys like at the end of the day I had to really check myself and I checked myself through you know speaking with my girlfriend and then speaking with Angie and, and you know speaking with like my close friends about you know the number on the scale and what I was going through you know because obviously uh, these guys know how how obsessed I am with fitness and and you know being the best version of myself that I can be both physically and mentally is something that's like consistent right now in my life like that's that's really what i'm honing in on and really want to go through personal growth and physical growth and stuff like that so i mean i like last week i'm telling you guys i took i took a week off instagram and just kind of focused on me because i needed that time you know i needed that time to reflect and really hone in on what you know what the fuck is it that i'm doing wrong that i can't get the results you know that that i want to see you know you you think to yourself it, you know, it's like an equation. You plug this in, you plug that in, and you get this result, right? You'd figure it'd be that easy, but that's not how shit is, you know? Everybody's body's different. My body's not the same body that it was a year ago when I was losing that weight, and it's just something that I needed to check myself on and really kind of, like, relax, calm down, you know, talk to my peeps. My peeps are always going to, you know, keep it real with me and let me know how things are and, you know, put me back on track, you know, and set me straight and tell me, you know, like, you look fucking great, dude. Like, why are you stressing? Why is this, you know, so stressful? And while, you know, they can't get inside your head and see what you're feeling or, like, feel what you're feeling, right? Um, but they know that it's it's just you versus you, you know, and, and you shouldn't overthink it. And like Andrew said and like how what we talk about all the time is you just got to have to trust the process, right? And at the end of the day, you will get the results that you want. You know, your body, you just kind of tweak things and, and just trust the process. That's it. Yeah, no, really. It, it really is just trusting the process and uh, just just trial and error. But um, hey, Christian, um, you know, we posted up on Instagram where if anyone had any questions, did anyone hit you up on your end? Nah, dude, no, no, nobody hit, hit me up at all, dude. So a couple questions that people have asked me so far is, um, how, how do you get abs? You know, it's summertime, you know, how would you get abs? And my, my, you know, I, there's no perfect answer for that. Uh, my best advice is, you know, it's 80% diet, 20% gym. Uh, your diet reflects your body. And, you know, if your diet is on point, guys, I definitely recommend YouTubing, um, core workouts, planks, you know, no matter how many crunches 
you do, it's 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 not gonna get you those those perfect uh, you know six twelve pack abs. You know you definitely have to build a foundation, and that is core. And uh, you know we we started doing we're starting our ab routine, and you know we're doing just basic leg raises. You know we're we're getting our core in, doing planks. You know minute planks, uh, maybe one legged planks, and. You know, as we progress, I'm sure Christian will share his input on his Instagram or podcast. Yep, exactly. Um, sorry, I got distracted a little bit. I just got a, a text. Um, so on the question on abs. So, yes, building your core. Absolutely. That's exactly what you need to do. Um, but aside from that, something that a lot of people don't speak on or don't really talk about is that the abs you know the core section those those are muscles guys so with those muscles if you're consistently doing crunches every day or leg raises or what have you you're gonna build that muscle those those blocks that six pack that eight pack is gonna come out you know whatever you got going on right there it's gonna start bulging out right because you're building that core you're building that foundation so if you want to get a six pack be be truthful with yourself and be honest you know if you got a beer belly or you got a gut or you know you got a higher body fat percentage it doesn't matter how many fucking crunches you do guys it really doesn't matter what's going to happen is you're going to push that fat out so what you really need to focus on is what we've been talking about this entire time probably is your diet and you know you're if you're consistently lifting or you know doing hitting that cardio you know you you have to first get your body to a lower body fat percentage first before you can really like you know do all those exercises and expect to see a six pack like it it you know it doesn't work that way and and fat isn't something that's site specific either so it's not like you're going to be doing all these crunches like oh your body's going to know to you know release all that fat off your abs like it doesn't work that way so you got to really focus in on lowering that body fat first get to where wherever those goals are which would be you know for i think females would be like 15 percent, maybe a little bit higher body fat percentage 15 percent, i want to say is safe for guys it'd be more on the 12 to 10 percent range where you start seeing those abs so i would say first get there and obviously still consistently train your core but don't train it every day we don't want those muscles to push out that fat and that's all i got to say on that yeah no definitely yeah you 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 still want to do that muscle confusion that we were touching bases uh earlier in our conversation um so yeah definitely just um confuse your muscle as if treat it treat your abs as any other muscle group and um just go from there um just another question i had was how do you stop snacking while playing Fortnite? I think, I think snacking in general, you know, if you, let's say you have a specific diet or specific time, you stop eating, you know, those cravings that you get, you know, it might be from, you know, you just, you, you're eating a specific amount of sugar or, you know, or you mindlessly snack, um, either or whatever reason that you snack on, uh, I'll, what I have to say about that is just just drink water, guys. Like yep. it's very like Christian probably tells you this all the time. Just drink your water, do a water check, do some like for me, every time I see Christian checking in about his water, I make sure I drink my water. You know, I I wanna say I drink a, at least a gallon every day, you know, if not more. But definitely drink water before you intake your food, you know, and if you're still feeling hungry, drink more water. And if you're still feeling hungry, then you're actually hungry. But wait until you, yeah. you know, you drink your water and go from there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just to add a little bit on that, that's exact. That's pretty much exactly what I was gonna say. Um, but yeah, so really hone in on and ask yourself: Am I actually hungry, or is it just a craving? There's a difference between actually being hungry and having a craving. Right? I have that problem all the time. I have that problem today after I ate my lunch. I thought that I was still hungry, but in reality, I had a craving for a protein cookie because those things are what's called highly, uh, highly palatable. Like, like, okay, so there's a word for it. I can't pronounce it. So these things are just, these snacks are manufactured to like really like hijack your taste buds, you know? So that's what gives us these intense cravings. 
And like Andrew said, if you drink water and just kind of flush it out, <laughs> if you're still, if you feel hungry after you, after you even do that, then by all means go have a snack, but try to have a healthy one. Um, but yeah, it's, it's having to make that distinction between a craving and actual hunger. And if you really want to hone in on, you know, what's the difference? Like, how do you know the difference? Give fasting a try. You'll know what real hunger is if once you complete like a 12 to 16 hour fast. At the end of that, you'll you'll start f- feeling actual hunger versus like a craving. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And I think um, intermediate fasting is a subject uh, we should definitely talk about um maybe next podcast or, you know, uh, maybe sometime in the future, but yeah, definitely. I think, you know, um, intermediate fasting itself is a great topic to cover, but, um, did you have any other, uh, did you, uh, you didn't have any other questions, but those, those are my, those are my two questions that I got on Instagram. Uh, another one was just a joke. Uh, how do, how do you get bigger calves? You know, uh, and they mentioned someone, so I'm not going to cover that. I don't want to shame them. So, <laughs> But definitely building different, you know, if you were serious about building bigger calves, definitely just, uh, like I said before, like all muscle group, like all muscle groups, you know, just different angles of your calf raises and uh, uh, definitely just try to work on new workouts for calves. There's there's a lot of uh, unique ways on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube is your best friend. Like all bullshit aside, like you can probably find and like how to do anything or any research on YouTube. I'm not saying everything's factual, but for the most part, it gets you on the right track. I'd say. Um, yeah. With that question, I mean, I don't really have anything else to add aside from what everyone says that calves are genetic a little bit. But like Andrew said, if you if you hit them from different angles, or even try this, like if you really want to grow your calves or any muscle group, hit it at least like obviously have its set date for it where you normally would hit like legs or calves but just hit calves every day you know at the end of whatever workout that you're doing for that day just hit one set of calves and that will do a world of difference as far as growth i don't know if for calves in particular but i mean with any other muscle group you'll you'll see growth if you hit that every single time you work out no, yeah, for sure. And I definitely agree on that. So you guys give it a try and, you know, uh, let us know or let Christian know and go from there. You're up. Um, did you have any other questions, bro? Uh, no, bro. I think that's it. I know we're passing an hour right now. So hopefully uh, our talks were just as engaging for uh, your listeners as it was for us. Yeah, dude, absolutely. I feel like we definitely like hit a lot of stuff and we had really good conversations so i really appreciate you taking the time to stay up late with me and record this podcast i mean we had a lot of trouble yeah thanks for having me here yeah but i mean it was totally worth it at the end and i mean hopefully you know first of many more podcast episodes if you guys enjoyed like the podcast let us know if you have any questions for myself or for andrew let me know and uh yeah dude i mean that that pretty much wraps it up for for me is there anything that you want to say before we log off here? Yeah, um, just thanks for having me here. Um, you know, like Christian said, this is something, you know, we're both passionate about. And that's why we can talk for literally hours about yep. this. And that's what he means by nerding out and geeking out. This this happens at the gym, too. But we're, we're kind of like we try to uh, get back on track, you know. But uh, this definitely hopefully it, it was helpful for you guys. Um, hopefully you enjoyed what we said. And. Yeah, um, besides that, uh, thanks for listening and peace out. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here, Andrew. I'm just going to go ahead and record the takeaway while you're on the other line here real quick, if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, so for this podcast, guys, uh, as usual, you can find me at – oh, yeah, go ahead and plug your Instagram, Andrew. I don't think you did that yet. Yeah, so uh, you guys can follow me at Andrew, W-W-N, as a Nancy – number 10 and uh yeah you can find me there or, or just find posts on christian's ig and um he usually tags me for you know taking a picture like a photo cred picture yep photo picture sometime in our in our instagram stories i'll go ahead and tag him and we're always going back and forth and stuff so you can find him on my instagram um but yeah so that's that's andrew's plug uh as usual you can find me at 
Oriana Fitness, O-R-E-L-L-A-N-A-F-I-T-N-E-S-S, and that's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you guys listen on Anchor, you guys can actually call in. If you download the app and make an account, you can call in, and I can, like, go ahead and post your guys' recording, like, recorded messages on the next podcast episode, which is pretty cool. Um, obviously, you get notifications on there. I'm actually now officially on <laughs> every podcast site, I believe. Just search Oriana Radio on there. But uh, for iTunes, if you guys go on there, give me a five-star <laughs> rating and review. It's really helpful to get the podcast out there uh, under the health uh, category. So you never know. One day, hopefully, we'll get up in the rankings with guys like Mind Pump or fucking Ben Greenfield or even Joe Rogan. Who knows? But um, uh, thank you guys for listening so much. Um, I'll catch you guys next episode. Peace out. <laughs>